John chapter 3 and verse 17, 317 says, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Is that, is that good news there for anybody? <laughs> uh, aren't you glad that the Lord didn't come to beat you up, to point out your faults, to identify everything that was wrong with you? But no, the scripture said he didn't come to condemn, but that the world through him might be saved. Isn't that good news? It's amazing how many people in our day will stay away from God because they have sin in their lives. It's amazing how many people will stay away from God because they feel guilty, because they're aware of things in their lives that are not right, things that they have done that are wrong. And uh, how many think that the Lord knew, that the Father God knew, and of course Jesus knew that uh, he was coming for a people that were imperfect. <laughs> I think that was kind of the point, as a matter of fact, right? Because if we had nothing wrong with us, we wouldn't then need a Savior, right? Uh, and, and so it's important for us to be mindful of this, that the Lord didn't come with a stick. <laughs> the Lord didn't come to beat you up and to remind me of everything that I fall short in of everything that's wrong with me. It seems that uh, mankind has a, a built-in reminder <laughs> called a conscience. And, and people, how many know just the average person in church, out of church, whatever you're talking about, the average person on the planet, they know that there's something wrong. They do. They know that, that, that in themselves that they fall short of God's glory. Uh, Many, many people have a, a real serious nervousness about standing before God someday. There's something in them that says, that's not going to be good. <laughs> know what I'm talking about? Uh, if he really knows everything, that's not going to be a fun day, right? And it's the conscience of man that we know that we have not done, we've treated people wrong, we've, we, and we're not here to list sin, <laughs> uh, but there is a view that many people have of God that he is very angry, that he's, he's just really ticked off at people, that he's looking for someone to punish. And again, many times people stay away from God for those very reasons. They, many times people will stay out of church. They'll stay out of uh, I don't know, Christian community or family or f f groups of friends that are, um, that are walking with the Lord because they feel bad about themselves. And, and, and this is important for us to note again. I'll say it again and again. But Jesus didn't come to condemn. He came to fix the problem. Amen. You don't come to Jesus to be reminded of everything that's wrong with you. You come to be uh, to discover and be reminded of everything that's right about him and that he came to fix the problem, not drive you into the ground. This is important to know whether you're a, a, a regular um, 
a person who uh, attends church or fellowships with the Lord, you walk with God, or whether this is a service that you do once a year. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Wherever we're at, we need to know the heart of God. The reason why Jesus came was not, again, because of anger, was not because of judgments, but was for just the opposite so people could avoid uh, the problems that sin produced. So people could literally, the Bible says this, that when we come on the day of judgment, we are going to have boldness. We can have boldness on the day of judgment. That means the day that I stand before God and give an account for my life, I'm not going to be coming in like, man, man, he knows everything. No, literally, there's a possibility because of what Jesus did where I go up to the Lord and you go 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 up to God and look him straight in the eye. I mean, you're in awe, like, wow, you know, he's all powerful, he's all knowing, he's amazing, but not to even the slightest degree a sense of I'm guilty, a sense of I don't deserve this, a sense of I'm about to get my rear end kicked, (laughs) right? That is not going to be the case. And why is that? It's because God sent his son into the world so that we might be saved. There There was a situation while Jesus was on the earth where Peter was out fishing. Well, Jesus borrowed Peter's boat to preach and uh, did that. And then he told Peter to go ahead and cast his net out for a, uh, to bring in some fish. And he, you know, at first he said, that's, you know, I've already been fishing. There's nothing out here, basically. And he said, but because you said so, I'll go ahead and do it. And if you know the story, the nets were full and they had to get another boat to come help. They just overloaded the boats till, the fact, till, till they were sinking. Watch, an amazing miracle, an outstanding demonstration of God's miraculous provision, power towards Peter. But you know how Peter responded towards that? It's interesting. The Bible says in Luke chapter 5 and verse 8, when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, depart from me for I am a sinful man, O Lord. I mean, God in his great generosity and power and love gives to him and he's overflowing with blessing and he says Jesus uh, leave Jesus go away from me there's something wrong with me do you know that 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 principle still carries out in people's hearts and lives today when they feel bad when they feel guilty when they feel condemned they're not typically drawn towards the Lord they're they want to pull back away sometimes some of you have family members that you've been praying for, you've been, uh, you've been desirous that they come into a relationship with God, but it seems like they don't want to hang around Christian friends. They don't want to hang around church. They, they, they don't, and, and, and it's not because of the reality of who those groups are, but there's a sense that there's something wrong with me, and when I get around you, I'm aware of that more. And how many know that's uncomfortable? It is. We all shy away from that. We all shy away from the feeling bad about ourselves, the feeling guilty and condemned about our own lives. Many people will will drink it away. Some people will smoke it away and add other substances to their lives to try to make those feelings go away. But there's only one way to truly get it to go away. How many know what the answer to that is? Is you say, I'm not going to run from the Lord. I'm not going to say, depart from me. But I'm going to say, Lord, you're my answer. You're not here to beat me up, and I'm thankful for that. Do I deserve it? Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, have I blown it? All day long. But the Lord is here not to beat us up, not to condemn, but to save. He's here to fix the problem. 
Amen. And then if you've already been born again, you've been saved, uh, listen, we've got to live this from day to day, each and every day. Be reminded. If you've come short in some area, the Lord's arms are still open. Don't be like Peter and say, oh, Lord, go away from me because I've failed. No, say, Lord, I, I, receive, I receive what you've provided for me, okay? And so when a person feels sinful, condemnation sets in. And uh, those who do wrong often want to avoid those who do right. It's almost like the, the light in one person manifest the darkness in somebody else or, or all of a sudden you can see what's going on in their lives and it, it, it's very uncomfortable and from one sense I don't even blame people why would you want to go somewhere or be around people or hear things that would cause you to feel bad about your life too many people feel bad about their lives anyway and uh, but thank God the Lord's not that's not what he's about um, you know even in this time of year many people uh, there are many messages out there this time of year that almost reinforce guilt and condemnation. They reinforce what Jesus didn't come to do. And yet we're celebrating him coming. And people get hit with these feelings of, I'm bad, there's something wrong, I'm guilty, I'm sinful, I deserve judgment, all these type of feelings. And, you know, sometimes it's because, you know, this kind of stuff can even happen in church. You hear, you hear messages that, uh, you know, you're so busy this time of year. You're going to this thing and going to that program and you're going to this party and that party and uh, we're forgetting the real reason of the season. Uh, we're, we're, we're forgetting that this is all about Jesus. And everyone goes, yeah. <laughs> and you understand it's kind of like, well, there's some truth in there, but I feel bad about myself again. That's not what the goal of God is in this season, to make people feel bad about what they're doing. And, and, and then, you know, we, we buy gifts and we buy presents, and then a message will come saying, you need to stop buying presents for your kids so much and, and give an offering to, to missions, give an offering to people around the world. And Yeah. We need to stop buying presents for our kids, and we need to give more. And people feel bad. That's the exact opposite of what Jesus came to do. He's not here to beat us up over things. I'm not saying that there never can be encouragement to do certain things, but it should never come with a paddle. <laughs> Are you listening? It should never come with, man, uh, I'm celebrating Jesus and I feel bad throughout the holiday season because I'm either too busy and my eyes aren't on Jesus or I feel like I spent too much money and then I feel bad about that. And, and it all serves. It's amazing how the enemy can get into a person's heart, into a person's life to make them feel condemned. Because that's an open door for him to work. Whereas the Lord came to save us. Amen. Praise God. And so, uh, you know, <laughs> it's interesting. Are, from God's perspective, are, are we really supposed to feel bad about being blessed because others are not? You know, some people around Christmas time um, or any time there's it's a celebration and there's gifts and there's food, uh, they start feeling bad about others in the world who don't have anything. Now, now, now think about that for a moment. We're celebrating the most amazing gift of God's Son to us, and in the middle of it, we're enjoying, we're celebrating, we're thankful for what He's given, and we feel bad about it. Does God want those who are blessed to feel bad because some others are not blessed? No, absolutely not. Now, listen, 
it doesn't mean a person is a cold-hearted, unconcerned, um, you know, stingy person if they, are, if, if they celebrate what they have and th- are thankful for the blessings of God. Doesn't mean that they're not going to take opportunity when they have opportunity to do things for those who are without. Amen. But if really, if every person who is blessed and they're opening gifts and eating of the big meal, if they feel bad about that, you know who's worst of all? is God. He's always lived in abundance and he knows all who have lack. Amen. But we got to get to the main point again. The Lord didn't come so we could feel bad about ourselves. The Lord didn't come to increase our sense of guilt and condemnation and, and feeling like we, you know, there, there's something wrong. It's, it, it's like the old saying, you know the old saying in the Treasure Valley, eat all the food on your plate because there are people starving in Cuna. <laughs> right? Y'all, y'all familiar with that? For, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe that's another country, but... Uh, but, but, but again, those sayings exist really to reinforce that if, you're, if you have something, you should feel bad because someone else doesn't have it. No, no, no. I should be open to doing whatever my part can be and should be in helping someone else, but not feeling bad about the blessing of God. Not feeling bad uh, about, what, about the things that the Lord has blessed me with. Does the world deserve to be condemned? <laughs> I mean, no, we're talking about deserving now. The answer is yes. All have sinned. I've sinned. You've sinned. <laughs> deserve? Yeah. Man, I deserve the stick. <laughs> I, I deserve death. But the Lord, um, I think he kind of knew that. And again, that's the reason we celebrate this time of year. It's not because people didn't know. People, we, we do know, and we need an answer. And we needed an answer. And the world deserved death, but Jesus came so we wouldn't get what we deserved. And that's why we hear, uh, we read scriptures about when, when Jesus was born and the angels appearing and the, the multitude of hosts. Uh, for like, uh, well, let's see. I did give you these scriptures up here, so I might as well use them. <laughs> uh, Luke nine fifty six. for the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. Isn't that good news? He came to save. And then when Jesus was born in Luke chapter 2, we, we see that the angels appeared and there was a multitude of heavenly hosts. And what did they sing? They said, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. They didn't come and they weren't shouting and singing and saying, finally, these guys are going to get their act together. No, no, no. They didn't get their act together. And they weren't going to get their act together. Finally, there's a solution. Finally, there's divine intervention so God can fix their act. So God can do in them what they could never do themselves. So God could bring to them what they could never obtain on their own. This is the good news. This is why the angels were shouting. This is why there has been, there is and there will always be rejoicing in in heaven over the coming of the Son of God for what he came to do. Amen. We're celebrating Jesus. We're not celebrating man's accomplishments. We're not celebrating I pulled myself together. I pulled myself up. I, I fixed my life. I got into a good program. I disciplined my life. And now look what I've made. No, I understand that I've come short of the glory of God. 
I understand without, without a helper, I would not be helped. Without a Savior, I would not be saved. And thank God, he could have come to condemn, but he didn't. He came to save. You know, there's a popular song that is sung this time of year that I want to read the, the lyrics to. And it's called, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. <laughs> you all know the words. You better watch out. You better not cry. Better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's making a list and checking it twice. Got to find out who's naughty and nice. Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. So be good for goodness sake. Oh, you better watch out. You better not cry. Better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Now, <laughs> now we should be aware. I'm not down on and opposed to people singing songs about Santa Claus and jingle bells and sleigh rides and all kinds of good stuff. But we should be aware that this is not really in line with Jesus. This is not to be the mindset that we should have of the Lord. You know what I mean by that? First of all, how many know Jesus is not coming to town? <laughs> Jesus is here. He said, I will never leave you, never forsake you. He came and stayed by his spirit close to all of us. So he's not coming. I'm not getting nervous. Oh, Jesus is coming. And some other things that the Lord is not doing is uh, he's not making a list and checking it twice to see who's naughty and nice. He's not, he's not coming to, to see if you've been bad or good. How many understand? We know. The Lord really knows. We've all been bad. Huh? You look at the lives of human beings, again, like we've been sharing already, We've all come short of God's glory. We've all blown it. It's not a matter of the Lord is coming to see if you've been good or if you've been bad. If you've been good, I'll, I'll give you some stuff. If you've been bad, man, you get nothing. <laughs> Zero. Well, the truth is, how many know every single one of us would receive nothing from God if it was based upon whether we've been good or or whether we've been bad. Amen. The Lord has come. The Lord has come. He is here. He knows the condition. He knows what state we are in. And he's come to bless us in spite of it. You mean if I've done wrong, the Lord will bless me anyway? That is the foundation and the basis of having a relationship with him. Not only in co coming into a place of salvation, but walking with him for the rest of our lives. We must know that he deals with us based upon the finished work of Jesus, not upon our performance. Because have you done bad? Yeah, but that's not the point anymore. The point is Jesus has done good. And Jesus didn't come to beat us up. Jesus didn't come to, to, to like we said, to, to, to condemn. But he came to save.
Thank you, Lord. In Luke chapter 5 and verse 32, Jesus said, I have come to call, uh, not come to call the righteous, but, but sinners to repentance. He knew he was go- who he was going after. Who kn- he knew whom he was coming for. That's you and that's me. And the Bible says now that once we receive him, we are accepted in the beloved. Am, am I accepted even if I do wrong? Yes, it wasn't qualified there. You're not loved, accepted, blessed, forgiven if you do everything right. The truth is the Lord knew that even after we accepted him, even after we gave our lives to him, that we wouldn't just like that become perfect in all of our thoughts, ways, and actions, and words, and in the things that we did. No, he knew there would continually be things that we came short in. But you know what? He gave us his all. He gave us his love. He gave us every promise in the book. He made us a covenant where we share with him, and he share. You know, he gets what what we have we get what he has he did this all in spite of that because Jesus came not to condemn but he came to save he came to save. is that true even if I've received the Lord and I've blown it again scripture didn't change he still came to do what to save to save praise God let me encourage you tonight not to allow feelings of guilt and there's something wrong with me and there's something bad and all this stuff to exist in your thought life. When you come before the Lord, you come in Jesus' name and everything's good. Absolutely, everything's good. When you, don't stay away from the Bible. Don't stay away from, from others who are walking closely with the Lord if you fail or if you come short in some area. Don't stay away from the house of God because there's something not right in your life. Jesus came to save. He came to fix it. He didn't come to remind you of what was wrong. Romans 8.34 says, Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen. Amen. Who is he who condemns? Not Jesus. It's not the reason God came. It's not the reason God set up local churches all over the planet so that people can go there and feel bad about themselves. People can go there and really know that they are scoundrels rascals man I was feeling pretty good about myself so I went to church now I know there is nothing good in me (laughs) that's not the message what Jesus came to bring amen he came to save thank you Lord praise God